Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. I tried to be extra enthusiastic in this introduction this morning or this afternoon. Oh, that's nice. Thank I was li- you. I was listening to last week's and I sounded, I felt like I sounded depressed and I was like, I can't sound like that again. Oh, no. Were you depressed? I mean, no more or less than... I have been, or like, no, I, I'm not. Depression is a clinical thing, and I can say I'm not depressed. Okay. Because everyone says, oh, I'm so depressed, but I feel like some people might not actually be depressed, and they say they're depressed. Very, very likely true. So I'm not. Just well, the normal amount of sad. You can have situational depression that isn't clinical. Probably. Yeah. No. You can. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't trying to like challenge your thesis. I was just thinking of my own experience. It's not my thesis. It's something that I was told by a medical doctor. Okay. It's like a crazy thing. Yeah. Uh, This week has has been much like, I feel like goop and maybe it's just my interest in goop is slowly. Sometimes it wanes, sometimes it waxes. Um, But I feel like, Things are quiet. Like nothing's going on. Like what's All is quiet on the goop front? I mean, well, I was we before we started recording, I was saying like they basically um uh like have just they're only selling stuff right now, which is good. I mean, it's what they should be focused on, you know, but it's sort of there aren't that many like long-winded articles that, you know, the the, the ones that yeah that we want to talk about yeah there isn't really anything to talk about except for like stuff to buy which is like you know a lot of their um wildest and most crazy uh media moments come from things on these gift lists and things that they are selling so 
you know, it's not outside the realm of possibility that something will pop up that we can touch on, but for the most part, you know, it's not, uh, it hasn't been like a wild, it hasn't been a wild week, except for you, you have been experiencing firsthand. I have. So, uh, one of our amazing listeners, uh, sent us a little goop gift, um, to to sample and to to try and to review on the show and it's i mean when i open these little presents they came separately uh and they came to your house they came to my house because okay so if you are a patreon subscriber i send the um newsletter as a as like a tiny letter to your email and it has my address my home address on it i'm not like um I don't, I don't, it's not the most comfortable thing in the world that I like have my home address publicly, but you, I don't, I guess I could have like done a PO box or something. I don't know. You need to like have an address to send out a tiny letter. This seems like a flaw in the system, but anyway, it's pretty easy to find my home address. Uh, if you want to, is it's, the it's moral of the story. The low, low price of $5 a month. You can have $1 a, a month. $1 a month. $1. We should have put that as a selling point. <laughs> yeah. Find out where I live. Uh, actually, if you, well, I'm no, I'm, I was, I was going to say because the, the apartment downstairs for me is for rent. Um, but I'm actually don't know a lot of people that listen to this. So I'm not, I don't want to invite people that I don't know to live downstairs for me. But if you do some research, the apartment downstairs for me is for rent. I'll just leave it at that. Wow. We're just leaving. <laughs> I know this is a good way to get myself murdered. Yeah. Wow. Wild. Uh, and I might go, I mean, luckily our, the listeners to our podcast are all extremely sweet, nice people. And like, I haven't even ever felt at all uncomfortable about like, anything what, about the that guy, what about the guy who said we live low, low stakes lives? Yeah, that's the one. Like, but that was find out where, your address, where your address is. I mean, I think he's not going to the Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's paying for the Patreon. Uh, but anyway, so our wonderful, wonderful listener, uh, who I'm not going to say her name because I don't know if she wants to be public. Um, but she sent two amazing brand, pretty brand new goop items for us to try. Uh, and you know, I contacted Aggie a couple times this week and told her to come over to get her, you know, half of the goods, but I haven't even, I have one contact from you from three hours ago. We, but yeah, when I first told you, you said you were going to come over that day. You never did. I know. I said I could come over the next day and I didn't. You're right. An open invitation at any time. I'm home 24 hours a day. You know where I live. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> anyway uh, well, so I guess this week I'll be reviewing. I'll give my review. And then you guys will have to wait a whole extra week to hear Aggie's reviews. Uh, the first product is the Goop. Fair trade specialty coffee. This is a whole bean coffee from Colombia. The farm is Astrid Medina, and the tasting notes are supposed to be delicate, floral, honey, and peach. Um, so the, these beans were roasted on December first. This is December eleventh, so ten days old. They sh this this should be totally fresh. I've already I'm taking a sip theatrically right now, but I've already taken a few sips. Okay, here's the thing. 
I'm not a big hot coffee person. Like I drink cold brew every day of the week, every month of the year. And so I might not be the best person to review this coffee. But can't you make iced coffee out of any kind of coffee? Yeah, but it just like tastes different. I guess I could have made cold brew out of this coffee. What kind of coffee are you using? Usually, well, usually I just buy the like whole, or not whole foods, um, the Costco brand whole beans. Uh, But now I've been drinking, oh, this is really bad. I've been drinking Amazon brand coffee the past few weeks because I just ordered it online. But why is it different from this coffee? It's, I mean, it's supposedly not as good as this coffee because this coffee retails for $28 for 12 ounces. So I would feel like if I made cold brew out of this coffee, it would be wasting the beans. I see. Because I think iced coffee or cold brew, you don't get the intricacies that you do for like, uh, you know, pour over or I use a, I have a Capresso coffee maker, which I think is a pretty good coffee maker. Anyway. Yeah. I, over the summer was making iced coffee, like, but I was making it pour over cold brew in my fridge, but I was like making it out of like the good, like Stumptown beans. Mm -hmm. And cause I missed that like heart, like intense, like hardcore, like cold brew you would get at like a restaurant or something. Cause I know I was just something that I missed. And it was good, but that was how I felt because it, it takes so much to make iced coffee. It takes like twice the amount of coffee. Oh, yeah. So I just was like, I can't make this. It's not worth it anyway. No, yeah. Cold brew is like super expensive to make at home. So I use the cheapest beans possible. Uh, okay. So I, I, I'm not honestly very thrilled with this coffee, I have to say. And your mileage may vary. To me, this is a Colombian coffee, so it's you know from the New World. Uh, I do not taste a lot of floral notes. It to me, there's like an astringency, um, and I taste a little bit of the honey. There's like a little sweet finish, but it's there's not a there's not a lot of floral. There's not a lot of acidity. It's like a little flat for me, honestly, and it's not super full bodied. I actually like can't stand the like really high acid coffees. Like I don't understand that like trend and like these like high end coffees that you get at where they'll sell you like a $12 cup of coffee because the beans are so expensive and exciting and from wherever. And like they are like a giant mug of brown acid and I don't get the appeal. I mean, I, I don't mind the high acidity beans when there's also like a lot of floral aspects to it and it's like balanced. I don't know this one. And I, on the other end of the spectrum, I really like the sort of deep, rich, caramely earthy. That's my thing. I Um, like a rich coffee and like, I don't, yeah. Yeah, this, this one to me sort of splits the difference. It's like not super full bodied. It's not very rich, um, but it doesn't have the high notes either. So it's a little, a little flat. I think may, maybe, you know, you'll like it more than me, but this is definitely, if I'm going to spend $28 on 12 ounces of coffee, I don't think I would, I don't think I would buy this one. Are they whole beans or, or did you have to grind it or do they come ground? Uh, no, they come whole. I just ground it at home. Uh, I, and I also feel that way about natural wine now, how it's, as I've been saying, like 
I feel like our obsession with acidity in our beverages has gone, gotten out of control and we need to rein it in. Millennials, which I'm calling us millennials because we are. I mean, oh, we're yeah. not 17. We're millennials. You okay? are unequivocally. I think there's a couple, some studies show that if millennials start in 1982, I'm literally two days too old to be a millennial, but I consider millennials starting in 1981. Yeah. And I'm 85. So like I'm, I am peak millennial, I say, but people still think millennials are like 20 or something. No. Okay. But then our generation drinks acid and eats slime. And that's what we like. Like all of our food has to be a bowl of slop that we, a savory, a savory oatmeal with like a raw egg on it Mm -hmm. or something like that's our favorite food. And then we drink it with like the most acidic coffee and then wash it down with a bottle of like, I don't even know. Imperfect, I guess. Extremely acidic wine with like floating chunks of sediment in it and we're like this is the peak of luxury i mean acidic coffee in the morning uh kombucha in the afternoon wine at night it's just acid 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 you can't stop with the acid we need to rein it in uh i i agree with you that the natural some of the natural wine stuff has gone too far however i had an old bottle of like bogle chardonnay um that I drank a few weeks ago because I didn't have any other wine in the house and my That's poor nice. constitution was not used to it. I had such but a hangover Vogel, the next morning. But Vogel, like there's a difference between like, whatever, there's a difference between like a natural wine, a supermarket wine, and then like a traditional nice wine. Like yeah. there's a, you don't just because a wine is traditional doesn't mean that it has a bunch of like chemicals and pesticides in it. Oh yeah. No, like pretty much any wine from France or whatever yeah, is going to be yeah. fine. It's just, yeah, the, it's the American super supermarket wine that I can't do. But not even all like American wines, like it's just, you have to like know what to get. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay. And so this coffee, I say, I give it a five out of 10, honestly. Wow. Next. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, this is the Goop Beauty Goop Jeans Nourishing Repair Body Butter. And our friend did not skimp. She gave us the full size one, 6.1 fluid ounces. I don't even know how much this cost. It was a pretty penny. That's so nice. It's so nice. Um, And like, oh, they also threw in a few free fish powders because they obviously aren't selling any of those. They need to get rid of those. Yeah. So I was like, I, at first I thought it was like goop, extra goop glow. And I was so excited. Then I saw it was the marine collagen. Okay. I'm, oh, I'm smelling this now. I, I can't even, I can't even uh, be more strong in my feelings about how excited I am that goop stopped working, working with juice beauty and started creating their own products. Cause this is, clearly superior to the old juice beauty stuff uh i don't know if they had a body butter but like just the smell it's 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 not highly scented at all but there is a very light i would say it's like a like a honeyed or like a honeysuckle very light floral scent with a hint of um 
like mint or hint of something cool to it too, but it's very, very light. Um, Mm. I think even if you're a non-scent person, you would still enjoy this. And then the consistency is, oh my God, it's rich. It's luxurious. I like, I'm just smiling and now I'm just slathering it on my arms and my hands. And it could go, I mean, any part of your body, I think you could even use your, do your feet. Um, and it's, I mean, it's rich, but it's light enough that it, it like soaks into your skin, um, pretty easily. And if you do it at night, like you're not going to wake up with like greasy sheets in the morning. Oh, good. Um, I mean, I'm not someone that usually uses body butter on a daily basis, but this time of year, like the air is so dry. I didn't know how much I needed this until. Oh God, I know my skin is like so dry and I need actually like, I literally need body butter because I've been just putting, first of all, I take two hot showers. I know that that's really bad for your skin. It's $55, the goop jeans. Um, it's really bad for your skin to take showers as hot as I do. Um, but I do it. And then afterwards I put on like a body oil, but all of my like lotions and stuff are like, like I have, like I have like a really nice Joe Malone and like stuff like that, but they're like so perfumey and I'm like, I don't need this on my body. Like this isn't the right thing to be doing. So I've just been sort of skipping it I mean like just the oil is fine, but I don't think it is. I feel like you need like a lotion over it. This. Yeah. I, I mean, I think this is really all you would need. Like it, it, and if you're concerned about really strong scents, I think you'll be fine. I give this a 10 out of 10, like easily. Well, cause perfume, like I'm sure that like it doesn't have any perfumes in it because that's like, no, no, I'm no. not concerned about the smell, but I do think that perfumes in it, in your body lotion, like are bad for your skin. I'm sure. Um, um, so this says it's, well, obviously Goop Incorporated Santa Monica. And then there's actually a, a doctor that they say that they <laughs> attach to this doctor. It says Dr. Stesslinger Consulting. So I don't know if like every product has a different doctor or this is, it was just interesting that they, they advertise the name of the doctor who consulted with them for this product. And there's an expiration How date. Expires, what'd you say? How are we going to split it up? Oh, I have old um, spice jars. I could put, I can put it in. I'll give you this. I'll give you this, and I'll put mine half in the spice jar. In a spice jar? Or like a, I have like a old jam jar. I don't know. I have a, I have containers. Okay, that's Fine. so green. Yeah. Well, what else? What else am I gonna use? A plastic bag? A Tupperware? I don't know. Um, I couldn't even begin to guess. <laughs> Uh, it expires August, 2022. So we have, we have time. Uh, but yeah, come over ASAP. Okay. You won't be sorry. I'll I'll run and not walk to get some of that damn goop jeans because this was like also on my list of things. Well, I'll get to it, but not this specifically, but like something relating to sure. Sure. Uh, any other goop news? She wrote an op-ed or something and I didn't read it, which I was like, oh fuck. And then I was like trying to Google it before, but I got it before um, we started, but I got a notification on my phone. Yeah. And she was like, it was, I don't know. I, 
I mean, I have to be honest, I didn't care, but it was just a piece about how like, I got a notification on my phone that was like, Gwyneth Paltrow talks about why she quit acting in her Ugh. own words. And I know why she quit acting. And it's like, I just didn't really care about it anymore. And I like wanted to have a business or something. And it's like, I, I know, like I've heard this tale a thousand times and I just, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. Oh, she said the shine wore off acting. Yeah. This, I don't know where the original like interview was for this. It seemed um yeah i don't know if this is even new news but it was funny i think it was the guardian website they definitely shaded her a little bit they said the star's only big screen credits over the past five years have been as pepper pots and three marvel films um her last lead role in a feature film was opposite johnny depp in 2015's mordecai uh and then it says she has also appeared on Netflix series, The Politician and the Goop Lab, about the controversial lifestyle brand she launched in 2008 and a tourism advert for Dubai. But I don't think that's shade. That's just like her, re- that's just what she's been doing. I think a- adding, I don't know, to me adding the the Dubai travel video seemed like a little, a little, a little poke in the ribs. Really, but she did it. She did it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you think I, she's ashamed of it? I mean, they didn't like put that on Goop. Like, hey, Gwyneth's like new travel advertisement for Dubai. It whenever um, any celebrity, American or British celebrity, does something in the UAE, I feel like it's it's always shady because like, no, it's not. Remember when Jennifer Aniston was like doing the um, Emirates commercials? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. And she was like, I think, wait, was that the commercial where she like trades places with the mom? Like there's like a family on a plane and then Jennifer Aniston is like, oh, and it's like very creepy. And like, I think would be just like absolutely crushing to this woman, but she's like, you rest. And then like Jennifer Aniston like takes care of like the son and the husband and like- I don't remember that. I remember some commercial for Emirates where she's just like at the bar in first class and like getting a drink. Yeah. And she's like, can't believe how far this back the seats go and that she's like, you know, whatever, like she can lie down in her and like go to sleep and her seat becomes a bed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, so she, you know, I feel like doing, um, I don't know. Is I mean, and Dubai is like the most, I don't know. Isn't Dubai like so glam and like fancy? It's like, if you're going to do a travel ad for like anywhere, like make it Dubai. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like the Las the Las Vegas of the middle East with a, a ton of, a ton of money. And they, you know, they cater to Westerners, but like, I mean, not that America is such a great country, but like living in the UAE is like a really repressive country where they have like a whole, basically subclass of imported slave laborers from the Philippines. It's like a fucked up place to live. Oh, so she shouldn't have done it on like moral grounds. Yeah, exactly. That's what I think. I see. Leave Dubai to the Lindsay Lohans of the world. I guess I'm just like, so I like never even considered that because I just feel like celebrities are like always like doing stuff about Dubai. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they do. Yeah. Like they all, I mean, they all like sing for dictators and 
make a million dollars. Oh about yeah. It. Why didn't they talk about when she like sang at that guy's birthday party? Remember there was like some, I don't think it, that was like in Dubai or I think that was like, um, maybe in like Japan, she, someone like hired her to like come to his birthday party. I don't stay. remember that about Gwyneth. I know like Mariah Carey has done it like for the Sultan of Brunei. And I know, I think Hillary Swank went to like the president of like Chechnya or something. As for, not to sing, wow. just like he had like a crush on her or something. Wow. And they, they all keep that secret. Well, it's, uh, it used to be, I mean, any celebrity doing any commercial used to be like a secret. Yeah. Like, it'd be like, oh, did you know? They would only do it in Asia and places where like Americans like wouldn't normally see the commercials because they wanted to like keep their reputation separate. But like there were always always these rumors in the nineties, like oh, like Brad Pitt is in a Pepsi commercial, but you can only see it in Japan. Yeah, and Leo and, yeah. always did those. I feel like George Clooney's Nespresso ads were the first like European or like foreign commercials to like go public in the U.S. That like a list, you know, you could be an a list yeah, and do a commercial. Like, totally not a big deal at all, and they all do it, and like nobody gives a shit because we're all such like wanton pigs for money, and like. <laughs> just see that we like can't not respect somebody for like earning money yeah we really need to go back to like the gen x ethos of shaming people who sell out oh my god i mean jesus christ like i cannot even imagine somebody like if you criticize someone for selling out like you get punished now (laughs) like you're the bad one because it's like how dare you like stop someone tell someone that they can't like earn money by doing something that's completely meaningless and stupid yep we're all a bunch of little aspiring girl bosses well not anymore the girl boss is over there's gonna there's something else now but i don't know what it is yeah what has the girl boss what's the socially acceptable girl boss for 20 it's like you have to be a you have to be like a socially conscious girl boss and now then you'll get well free pass. i think that the girl boss's problem was that they were trying to be socially conscious but they were hypocrites about it I feel like what's next, only time will tell. tell. Right now we're just all trying to keep our heads above water, but like I'm sure some ferocious beast will emerge. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Speaking of girl bosses, um, a peer of Gwyneth's and another aspiring book club owning lifestyle brand guru, Reese Witherspoon, is in the news for some good, good things that she's doing. Um, her book club and a company called Literati are planning to distribute 11,000 new books to uh, underprivileged children in Los Angeles. And I thought that was great. And I feel like maybe Goop and Gwyneth could match Reese and do a little charity, bring, bring some, uh, you know, Marianne books and the woman who, killed herself 25 times or whatever to some underprivileged kids the woman who killed herself 25 times did you read that book oh or maggie she, o'farrell is that her name yeah <laughs> what did she didn't kill herself she just almost died 22 times or something it was like um i no she didn't it's not i feel like your understanding of this book is always like very <laughs> skewed <laughs> She's like a literary writer and she wrote this book about like, I don't know, like 10 or 15 like brushes with death. 
that she had in her life. And so like one of them is like something scary that happened and like others are just like times that she felt that she came close to death and it's like essays about coming close to death. I picture it like a literary Wile E. Coyote and Roadrunner cartoon. It's not. It's like, it's, it's, it's good. It's about just like, there. it's not like read my harrowing tales of like how fucked up my life is. It's like, it's things that like would have happened to anybody. Okay. It's, it's not like, it's just like eerie things that probably anyone can relate to. Like most people have had like a few experiences. Like there's a oh, time yeah. like, kind of almost like she like swam too far out and like thought she was going to drown, but like didn't. And it's not, it's not presented as like, she's a victim or something. It's just, it's presented. A, it's just like her thinking about like coming close to dying. I see. It well, was I think, good. I, I think every child in Los Angeles should read that book. Well, every child, I know, or like A Return to Love. I think that was a good oh. one. I feel like, why doesn't Marianne have a... Um, a new one? Book? Oh, yeah, that is true. She should have a children's book. I would, I don't even have kids. I would buy it. I would buy it for my niece and nephew, <laughs> even if they don't want it. Oh, I love Marianne so much. I love her too. I know. Did you see the thing that she put? I, whatever. It's too sad. I don't want to talk about it, but okay. it was her. Oh, I'll, I'll check it out afterwards. I mean, she's just very like, um, sorry, hang on one second. Um, what else? Oh, uh, other goop news. Now we all know that the goop store in London has closed, but a new goop shop has permanently opened in Hawaii, supposedly. Really? Yeah, at the Manolani Auberge Resorts on the Big Island. Um, oh, wow. And they added a, it's, it says a thousand square foot goop shop, which sounds really small. It's like my apartment. <laughs> I mean, I have no idea. You, If you tell me anything is any square foot, I don't know what you're talking about. So I can't ever, I can never understand what people mean. Like people uh, will tell me like something is the square footage of something to tell me like how big or small someone's house is. And I just do not know. I think a thousand square feet is very small for a retail space is what I'm imagining. Uh, probably actually about the same size as the one in Brentwood. Um, okay. Well, I mean, look, it's not, I feel like that's their whole thing. A small little space, you get cozy. Yeah. Once COVID's over, everyone will be rushing the aisles. But who's going to stores? Who's opening a store right now? Uh, I imagine that this plan, you know, this lease was signed probably months ago and it was out of everyone's hands. I don't know. I don't know. It seems crazy to me to be open, be opening real retail stores right now. Yeah. And I mean... I also don't think people are like going on vacation to Hawaii. No, they just, I mean, Hawaii, I think just in the last couple of weeks, slowly has, has been opening up stuff to non-residents for most of the pandemic. You couldn't go to Hawaii for leisure if, uh, if you weren't a resident, which is good. That's good. Um, I, and wish now, other, I wish LA did that. Yeah. I mean, I think like New York tried to do that a little bit in the spring. It's tough when, you know, when you can drive places and they don't want to send the like national guard out to the 
border, you know, LA. I don't know what would they send cops out to Azusa and make sure no one like drives past on the 210. Yeah, I guess it's different if you're like an island. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, they tried. I don't think that it was really like enforceable. No. Um, and if you're watching Real Housewives of Orange County, which I don't know why I'm being such a masochist, but uh, Kelly Dodd's flying between Orange County and New York every week to fuck that Fox News reporter and hang out with her daughter. Oh my God, that's so crazy. Wait, does that, do any of them have it? Does Kelly Dodd get it? No, I don't think she gets it, but, and I don't, I'm not trying to make light of this because it actually sounded very scary. Shannon Bedore did get it. Um, and because Bravo had to shut down production for weeks for like the next couple episodes, it's all just like cell phone footage. Um, and she, she has it. Yeah. Cause her teenage daughters like went to a party or something. Um, and so she, cause she's like immunocompromised too. And you know, she's Shannon Bedore. So she's like also a hypochondriac, but it, it does, it did sound scary, but she's fine now. Oh my God. Uh, Wow. I love watching it this season. I'm like the only person who's enjoying this season of Real Housewives of Orange County. I mean, I feel like it's like, it seems like, what would you not, like, how would you not want to watch those women, like, trying to deal with COVID? It seems to me, like, if you watch the show, you would like that. I, first, yeah, I, I th- some people really don't like watching anything about the pandemic. For some reason, I get comforted by watching, watching these Bravo celebrities suffer the same way that you know everyone else has suffered oh i do too i mean when they did their new york i still basically only watch new york but when they did their new york um reunion and they all came out in their fancy masks i was elated i was like good these women have to deal with it they were all acting like it was already over which was so crazy that is the crazy thing across all of the franchises in like may they're like oh glad we survived that pandemic it's like so insane so insane and then um and it was revealed that Ramona did have it, but didn't know when she had it. So she just like, it was discovered that she had it at some point. Yeah. Which is so terrifying. Ramona Singer just going around the Hamptons and Palm Beach giving everybody COVID. Uh, I mean, I wish that Ramona Singer gave more people COVID in the Hamptons and Palm Beach. I mean, she. I mean, I feel like the Hamptons and Palm Beach are like hot spots for it. They have to be, but they're also rich, so they can get the Regeneron, and they probably don't even have to tell people that they had it. Do you have to be rich for the Regeneron? Yeah, it's like I don't think I can't even get my Vesepa. What is Vesepa? Vesepa is my cholesterol, my concentrated fish oil that my doctor prescribed me, and it's I, it's been over a month, and my insurance still hasn't approved it. That is so cool. Uh, well, it'll be cool once I actually get it, but, um, but it's like, so like, it's such a, like, I don't know. It's so like grown up and like, it's kind yeah, of, it's like, cause I have high cholesterol, so glamorous and I don't want to be on a statin because, um, certain wellness people think statins are bad. Well, your doctor's fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like health net. Hello. Like God help me if anyone on, you know, Obamacare has to get Regeneron cause it's not happening. Really? Well, maybe we'll all just get the vaccine soon. Yeah. I hope to get the vaccine. I hope to get Vicepa. Because I'm not getting another cholesterol test until I've been on Vicepa for several months. Aggie, what was your rest of the week? 
My best of the week was the COVID article. Mm, did read not it. read it. No, I I refuse to read any COVID articles on Goop. Okay, so I read. I mean, I try to read most of them just to make just like keeping them honest, you know. Mm-hmm. At least skim them and make sure there's nothing crazy. Goop obviously has, I think, a lot like a very high responsibility to its readers, like make sure that everybody because like the people who are gonna like fly to the Hamptons and Palm Beach and stuff like maybe they probably aren't reading Goop but maybe they are like it's sort of at least appeals to people who like want to be like this yeah so I feel like they really need to remind their readers who are open-minded let's say uh about COVID safety, COVID science, and what's important to remember to like keep everybody safe. And because Goop obviously works with, they don't, like we say all the time, like they don't actually publish, they publish pseudoscience, but they don't publish um, really crazy harmful stuff but they work with people who say stuff who say crazy and harmful things like on instagram they yeah they try not to publish dangerous pseudoscience i think your your gen gunters are going to disagree with that but for the most part they're being you know as responsible as any sort of alternative wellness brand could be yeah but they definitely need to and i think i don't know but i really feel like in my heart like all of the goop personalities actually do believe in science and like wear masks and we'll take the vaccine when it's available and believe in social distancing and like all of that stuff that totally i can't picture any of these even like the craziest people that work for goop like i cannot picture any of them being you know anti-maskers anti-vaxxers like i can't picture them being you know a ramona singer or a kelly dodd like they're no I, i don't think that's what they i don't think that's what they are at all i mean i could definitely see them um, uh, kind of being irresponsible and like going to a party or something or like not exactly taking all the protocol. I mean, I sure. could imagine that happening, but that's, or not even, but that's only because I feel like I know a lot of people who do stuff like that. And I think and that's I, really, really common. And I think we are unusual even amongst like normal people in the, the amount of like isolation we've been doing in the past nine months or whatever. I know. I just like, and I try not to shame people unless you're being like flagrantly, you know, dangerous. I'm, I try, I try to be empathetic towards people who are being a little less cautious than I am. I have so many friends who are single and I mean, it's just really a different thing. I mean, if you had to go, if I was doing this and didn't have somebody else, that I lived with, I would be, I don't even know how, I truly don't know how single people are doing it. It's yeah. amazing. Um, or like people who live with like a roommate that they like or whatever. I mean, you know, there are different um, ways to have companionship, but I For would sure. just be totally bonks if I didn't have that. So I don't, I'm definitely not judgmental about people who like do it. And like, I've seen friends. It's not like I haven't seen anybody, but I've just been very like, I don't do it like every week or every, you know, and I don't, and they're all, they've all been like socially distanced. And stuff. Sure. 
so what are these new what are these new COVID articles? Oh I yeah. Say? So I I mean again like I didn't get into it that hard, but she just ex- she says um, how herd immunity like there are these questions that you might get where it's like can't we just get herd immunity by letting the virus go through the population and she's like absolutely not that's not how it works we need vaccines to get herd immunity and why should people get vaccines and she explains why they should get vaccines so it's basic Um, basic normal person stuff it's basic normal person stuff but it definitely bears repeating in goop i'll say oh yeah 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 and Like, I just also like that Goop is actually taking a position on this. And so when people come for Goop and try to talk about how dangerous they are, they can be like, I mean, I mostly like it for their own defense. So you can be like, read this. Are you kidding me? Like, what other magazine is publishing like this comprehensive of like a QA and a about how, about COVID safety and science and about the vaccines? And it's, it is actually, you know, interesting explaining like what herd immunity is and all of this stuff. And I, I think it's, um, I think they did a good job and I'm proud of them. Uh, yeah, no, they are on the right side of history when it comes to COVID. We'll give them that. For sure. Uh, so my best was an article called low waste ideas for the kitchen, grocery store and beyond. Oh yeah. There was something about this that was almost uh in my best I'll, sh- I'll tell you after i i liked it so this this was a lady um named Cin- cindy villasenor who is an la-based low-waste educator and environmental advocate um, who goes by the name zero waste cindy zero with a c on social media um and i like because there are some like zero waste people who are just like so crazy and like too aspirational and too I don't know, pedantic about everything that they really alienate a you know regular population. And this woman seems like she is a little more inclusive and doesn't seem to like judge people as much. And so it was a little yeah, welcoming. That was what I liked about it. The part where she says accessibility matters and she talks about how you don't have to have she says matchy mason jars and stainless steel containers totally. and that's a barrier for some people and you can just use um a glass jar from your marinara um or a plastic tub from your takeout yeah kind of like so, doing with the glow like the- she, yeah, exactly i have old spice jars i have a lot i love my bon, bon mamage jam containers i save those yeah. um and so she's assuming that you are being like a real person in the world and like ordering takeout occasionally or like buying you know a jarred jar of prego like she's not she's not saying that you should go to like a hundred percent no waste like i all the garbage that my family has created in the past year fits into this like little tiny like ziploc bag or whatever people do um my mind when they are able to do stuff like that actually I want to try to do that anyway. It's a good reminder. Just, I think we've all, because the pandemic has like caused so much trauma and like has taken up so much of our sort of psychic energy this past year. I think there are certain, at least for, I can speak for myself, certain environmental things I've been really, really lax about. Um, Like there was now it's sort of better when you're going grocery shopping, but there was a time when like you, you weren't supposed to use your own, your own reusable bags and like grocery stores had to like bag everything themselves. Um, obviously if you order groceries online, you're getting like a shit ton of like paper and stuff. Uh, 
so it just it was a good reminder of like okay we need to we need to still be conscious of this of this stuff oh yeah totally i mean like i definitely have not gone back to using my reusable bag which maybe i should but i'm still i'm getting like paper bags at the store yeah now trader joe's just in the past i think the past few weeks honestly now they're they allow um they allow themselves to bag your groceries like they're they'll do it for you again uh oh they always did it oh you mean into a reusable bag yeah, yeah, yeah. Into like a, there was months where if you brought bags, um, then you would have to you would do it outside, which I was not that big of a deal. Um, but like now, now they're doing it again. The girl in front of me at Trader Joe's got in big trouble the other day, and it was like so much drama, and I felt so <gasps> bad for her. But she was, I felt really bad because I let her cut in front of me a line because I was buying like so much shit. It was like really mortifying. And she had like just a couple of little things and her like little reusable bag. And I was, mm. and we kind of got there at the same time. And she, and I was like, just go ahead. I have like way more stuff than you. And then the, like, I don't know, some lady came and she was like managing the line, trying to get everybody to go on the right line. And she was like, did you shop into your bag to her? And she like, didn't know what that meant. She's like, you shopped into your bag. And cause I guess she was, that's what they call it when you like bring your own bag and don't use a basket and you just like put your stuff in your reusable bag. And oh, and you're not out. supposed to do that. I think they don't like it because they don't know if you're like shoplifting or whatever. And I don't know, but she was start. She was like, I didn't hear all of it, but like, it was like a thing. And she was like, it's okay. Just like, don't do that anymore. And like explaining that you shouldn't do it. And oh. I felt, I just felt really embarrassed for her. Cause she was like standing, she was like in the center of the store. Yeah. That's like, getting like yelled at good to know because i i've never done that at trader joe's because when i go to trader joe's i usually am buying a lot of stuff yeah. um but i've definitely done that at like other grocery stores where i just need to pick up one or two things and i didn't i've done i've, I've done it before too but i've also seen signs that are like please don't put things in your i've own never bag. i've never noticed that um now I'll, now i'll be conscious of that i felt bad for her um yeah she'll get over it i'm sure she's already <laughs> uh okay what was your worst oh my worst which like also could have maybe been my craziest uh but i'll just go ahead and put it in my worst every once in a while in goop you see something that's like truly dystopian and reminds you of like the exact point in history that you're at and it's uncomfortable and for me it was the order ring mm. um which is a health tracker you wear on your finger. It's three. It's a three hundred dollar ring, which is like you could actually get like a pretty cute regular ring for that amount of money. But this one is kind of like a Fitbit or something, but you just wear it as a ring, and it also tracks your temperature. And um, I, I don't know. I guess to me, when I first saw it, I was thinking that it was like a like one of those COVID things that counts your oxygen, which I don't think it actually does, but, um, Oh, the, uh, those, ox we have one of those oxidizers. Yeah, yeah. That you, you like clip it on your finger. I have one too, but, uh, I just, I bought a Fitbit earlier this year when you got yours, yeah. I guess in the spirit of like competition <laughs> and also like, I don't know, just peer pressure, but I have worn it like twice. And the idea of this, of like my, I'm, I hate, I'm like such a Luddite, but I also, 
I, I guess I, that's it. And I'm like deathly terrified of like tech companies knowing too much about me, which they already do. Not and- me. I, I put my quest diagnose diagnostic, like medical chart on my iPhone. Now I like have everything connected. I mean, everything. Well, Apple, I think is pretty good. I don't think Apple sells your data. Um, Ooh, I don't know, but the, but I'm like, other tech giants certainly do and like i just i'm just really skeptical of it all so the to me that we're so comfortable with just like i'll put this ring on and then like everything about my bodily functions is gonna be like transmitted to a corporation forever and i'm gonna forget about it it's like a wedding ring or something it's like there's something that's so much more even worse than the fitbit it's like so binding yeah well this the symbolism of a ring that you put on your finger that blasts everything to this unnamed company is really dystopian because you are like you are in a sense like marrying surveillance yeah like just what it said like what it means psychologically to like slip that on your finger (laughs) creepy i hate it i don't like it i wish i hadn't bought the fitbit i hate the whole thing Uh, i love my fitbit it looks like a fitbit everyone knows exactly what it is there's no there's no sense that it's like cool or chic it's like truly disgusting and i like it i like i mean i like to track my steps and I love tracking my sleep. Like I live for waking up and seeing how many minutes I slept the night before. It's my favorite thing. I mean, I can see how that's like good. Do you feel like the information is good? Uh, it makes me, honestly, it makes me less stressed out about sleep because I have, according to my Fitbit, I don't know how accurate it is, but like I actually am like a more regular, better sleeper than I thought I was. And I'm like pretty consistent. And so, it's helped me actually have less anxiety about sleep for some reason. I don't know. That's good. Maybe I should start tracking my sleep, but I won't do it. Uh, Okay. So my worst is this Jennifer Freed article about self-care. Wait, what? I didn't see a Jennifer Freed article. I'm, I'm on board with Jennifer Freed now. Okay. So it's, it's just called a case for not always being busy. Um, and so Self-care is a term that I feel like has been just sort of co-opted and bastardized and like doesn't mean. It means nothing. It means nothing now. So like sitting around and doing whatever you want. Yeah. Like, and there's a, uh, so I guess Foucault originally coined the term self-care. Really? But I think that was about just like fucking people. I don't think it really like has anything to do with the modern definition of self-care. It was Audre Lorde, the poet who wrote this really famous essay um, uh, uh, from a book called A Burst of Light and Other Essays about self-care. And this was this is a, a black woman poet who had just been diagnosed for the second time with cancer. So she was talking about her very specific experience of self-care and like literally her survival depended on her taking time for herself at this moment. And so, and like, I didn't, I didn't know about this until relatively recently, like, you know, I'm just as ignorant as everyone else. Um, but the fact that Goop, so there was a, another article, which is also actually pretty good that Goop published right next to this one about the white gaze in photography. Um, it interviewed uh, a Dominican woman who's a photographer and activist. And she was talking about like photojournalism and the white gaze, blah, blah, blah. It was a great article. 
then right next to this is fucking Jennifer Freed co-opting the phrase self-care without any attribution to Audre Lorde and then just talking about fucking astrology and like rich white people shit and just the the idea of like oh our you know we're all too overworked which everyone is overworked but this is capitalism's fault this is this is society's fault like I don't know Yeah, I mean, I feel like the idea in like activist circles around self care is very much like you need to make sure that you are still I mean, like literally taking care of yourself, like doing your laundry, getting your sleep, feeding yourself drinking water, like doing things that will that so you don't get so burnt out that you aren't able to contribute anymore that you aren't able to Mm. participate. So like, I mean, that's the way I might be miss interpreting that but that's like a way that I've heard it expressed before but I feel like this idea that you self-care is a way to help you get back into like the capitalist fight of like just like generating wealth for your own family or for your country is um a total like appropriation of the idea which is um I mean I it it does apply. I mean, everybody does need to remember to take care of themselves. And like, it is something that bears repeating and, and, um, you know, people need to be reminded of it, but self-care as an, like self-care shouldn't be a capitalist venture, which it's become like now, like selling like bubble baths or these like herbal teas or like goop basically his entire business model is about like self-care, but it's at this totally unattainable cost for most people where self-care could literally just be like drinking a glass of tap water and going to sleep. Yeah. Free. And, and it's these, these women who for the most part are like business owners or are, you know, privileged enough to be able to like make their own hours, like control their own work life balance. Uh, and I mean, you know, everyone, everyone obviously deserves rest and and some sort of balance and health but it's it's just like so unattainable for so many working people and like if people like Gwyneth Paltrow or Jennifer Freed would spend a little of the time I don't know of their time working to help like allow people less privileged than them not to be as busy uh by by helping to change the laws of our country and like things like minimum wage, you know, better working conditions, no student debt, like the dismantling of the gig economy, Medicare for all, uh, recurring payments during the pandemic. Like there's so many things like economic material issues that are preventing most people from experiencing any level of self-care that like this conversation that Jennifer Freed and, and Gwyneth Paltrow and Goop is having is so just like beside the point. Uh, yeah, totally. I mean, like that's so well said, Brian. Um, like there's so much that the idea that you can like meditate away your stress when there's like an actual like economic force that's fighting against you is just so insulting. Uh, yeah. And I think all that stuff has obviously, you know, just come into even sharper relief this year and, um, we'll see fucking person of the year joe biden and kamala harris let's let's see what happens but i'm oh well I have i'm not optimistic happen. <laughs> um nothing <laughs> nothing is gonna happen yeah, maybe we'll get 600 bucks yeah uh and that will be if we're lucky yeah um okay uh 
what was your craziest or your saddest? My craziest. Let me see. Let me see. Okay. So the overing almost was like, could have just been my craziest, but oh, 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 oh. So this is just like an old fashioned goop, um, goop thing that, you know, nobody needs, nobody wants. And I feel like they're trolling us all, but they have a che- a checkers board that costs almost $2,000 for some reason. Oh god! Ridiculous! This chessboard is. Wait, is it chess or checkers? No, it's checkers. Sorry, checkers. I feel like the fact that it's checkers. That's it's like if you love the queen's gambit, but you're like super dumb. So dumb. Why don't you purchase this? I mean, <laughs> I can't for the life of me understand. Like, okay, I get an expensive chessboard. I guess. I mean, chess is like the king's game. Right? No, is that sure. polo? I don't know. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Chess is fancy. Chess is, you know, you know, a th- thinking man's game, mm-hmm. and you might want a nice two thousand dollar check chessboard to put in your whatever drawing room to show your fucking friends what a brilliant motherfucker you are. Yeah. Next time you but have Jeffrey Epstein over to the drawing room. I can't for the life of me understand so striking it deserves a spot on your coffee table 24 7 365 this game set of checkers but it's spelled c-h-e-c-k parentheses e-r and parentheses s i don't know why what oh maybe it's both maybe it's is it like you can do chess no or chess it doesn't say chess anywhere it just says check oh no it's a it's i'm sorry it, it's a play on words this game set checkers all the boxes Ooh. Okay. Hand poured acrylic in stunning burnt agate marble, sustainable enough to tote to the wet bar and back for a. Who the fuck do they think we are? Critical checker storage on each end. Just add martinis and you've already won game night. The wet bar. I'm going to start calling the like half drank bottle of Bacardi on my kitchen counter the wet bar. I'm going to start calling like the weird shelf that's like kind of hard to get to in my kitchen where I keep my box of Pinot Noir from Trader (laughs) Joe's, my wet bar. What the fuck? Also, like, why would you need to carry sustainable enough to tote to the wet bar and back for a refresh mid game? Like, why would you need to carry your entire checkers board with you to the wet bar? You need to make sure no one's cheating. You can't you can't leave that checkers table unattended if you go to the wet bar it's crazy it's so stupid i mean what adult plays checkers like i am not a smart person like i chess is definitely above my pay grade but i would never in a million years play checkers unless it was with a child child i mean i've definitely played it with a child before sure but like that's like shoots and ladders or like candy land like it's it's just it's like humiliating to play checkers if you're an adult it's so stupid. I mean, I just can't. And I mean, like, can you imagine the fool who would spend $2,000 on a checkers board? I mean, that's like doubly stupid. I mean, it would, I mean, I guess it would be for like a kid if you're rich and you have a kid who likes checkers. I have no idea. Or if like you're a developmentally disabled billionaire, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I was like, I was just shocked. I was just couldn't yeah, get over it. I didn't it. even catch that. I mean, that is psychotic. 
It's one thousand eight hundred and ninety-five dollars. Oh, but you get free shipping. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh, is that one on? Is that like? Does that have the four, the four uh, payment plan? Like the the good yeah, products? you can you can get do it in four interest-free payments of four hundred and seventy-three dollars and seventy-five cents <laughs> with afterpay. Oh, you'll never notice yeah. it on your credit card bill. I mean, I would be so ashamed if they kept on being like, don't forget, you owe us for the checkerboard. Yeah, at least it's not a Kate Hudson or a Rihanna checkerboard and they'll just keep, they'll just keep they'll charging just you every month. You know, I probably bought four checkerboards already just with the <laughs> Rihanna and Kate Hudson shit. Oh, oh no, I did. I skipped. Oh yeah. I was proud of yep. you for skipping this month. I'm going to, I need to unsubscribe for that shit. God, Rihanna really, I feel really tricked by Rihanna. I must mm, say. She's a trickster. I mean, I was all on, I was like all in with this Savage by Fenty brand. When she first came out with that thing, I was like, I have to subscribe to this. This is so great. And the stuff just is, I mean, whatever, it's fine. It's just like, it is not high quality, I will just say. Mm -mm. Even worse than Kate Hudson? Um... I mean, I don't know, but like Kate Hudson, I've never been one to really spend a ton of money on workout clothes. Like I, most of my workout clothes just sort of come from Target. So it's actually kind of a step up for me for the Kate Hudson stuff, for the Rihanna stuff. I, I mean, I feel like it's like comparable to the stuff that you would get at Victoria's Secret. Sure. Which I guess does Victoria's Secret not exist anymore? Did it just like go out of business? I think it exists, but okay. I just think everybody's boycotting it because like that guy was on the Epstein. The pedophile, yeah. Well, not everybody. Most people don't care. No, but I am like, oh, I can't, I can't shop at Elf anymore or whatever. No, uh, yeah. Um, okay, so I just have a saddest, and it's it's the article that your aura ring was from. Um, it was just called nine wellness tools we're leaning on to get us through winter. And it it just struck me as so like impotent in the face of COVID that you're like, that it's like, Oh, here's how we're going to stay safe. is like drinking this, this $33, like vitamin C powder. I mean, it's so pathetic, but like, that's what I've been doing so hard for. I've been doing so many And journaling, journaling is going to keep us well this winter. Oh my God, Ryan, I'm not kidding you journaling is legit everybody should journal it's like so good for your mental health i stopped i stopped doing my morning pages i need to start again oh i know um oh yeah i forgot you were doing that every single day you were right for three minutes minutes. (laughs) i stopped i need to start again i still am doing my french every day except i fucking took one day off and my whole streak my whole duolingo streak Vanished. Don't they give you like a free day? Yeah, I thought I because I I swear I had I had a free I swear I had a free day and then it it I knew in my head I had a free day and it, I didn't I guess. I didn't. Okay, my New Year's resolution is I'm gonna try to do I'm gonna try to do a a now I'll never do it I'm not gonna make it <laughs> about it. I don't know I'm so, I'm like so not the time. Was it gonna be a new? It was language? gonna be to have like a full to do it every day all year except for like with the streak freezes where you can oh yeah but i mean i've been doing that except i missed one um i guess i just don't i don't know because it it gives me a it gives me a reminder at like 10 30 at night if i haven't done it so it 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 is like i'll get that reminder 
and I'll be, you know, I'll be in bed like reading Talented Mr. Ripley or whatever. And I'll be like, oh, I got to do French for five minutes. Yeah, I get the reminder, but if I'm doing something else, I'll be like, oh, I can't. I'm doing something else. Yeah, no, I get it. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. If you start doing Duolingo every day, I'll I'll keep trying to do my morning pages every day. Okay, sounds good. I know we're never going to speak of this again or ask each other if we've been doing never, it. Ever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was my saddest because I was just like, I'll tell you one wellness tool I'm leaning on is this fucking vaccine. <laughs> and that's about it. I'm leaning on a vaccine and I'm leaning on the aforementioned Trader Joe's box wine. And I'm leaning on <sighs> nothing else. That's it. <laughs> uh, what would you try? oh this was the thing that i was gonna say oh i like that goes back to the goop jeans which is the um the the five step thing for like soft skin it's like it tells you to exfoliate twice Mm. it's like maybe a little excessive and then just like it's just like whatever like take some time with your skin in the shower and stuff because i'm I do, I think I've said this before, but like I neglect my body and like focus solely on like my face, but I don't do like anything basically for the, like I just like take a shower and like put some like oil on and that's it. But my skin is truly so dry. It's the, the, it's crazy how bad it is this winter. Um, it's really nuts. Cause we're never leaving. I think it's cause nobody's going outside. Yeah. Like, and I mean, it's, I guess it's partially that I, I can't even blame a, a radiator like I do in New York. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know either. I have no idea. I think it's just like the stress. Also, everyone is like, everyone has aged five years this year. Like, do you feel older? I feel so much older. Now that you, I don't know. I've been, I, I know everyone's saying that and I probably do look way older, but I have at least, I don't know. I'm Maybe I'm just convincing myself that I don't feel that much older. I feel when I look at my face every day, I feel okay. I, I don't feel like there's been a huge change, but maybe that's just because I'm looking at myself every day. I like feel it in my bones, like things I'm in like pain. Like I will, like, it's just like harder for me to do anything. Yeah. It's so messed up. Uh, I think, and I hate to be that guy, but I feel like doing yoga has help me not be in constant pain like yeah, it's, give, it's giving me something to at least like stay like plateau uh help wise yeah that totally makes sense that yoga would do that uh um what would I, oh so that that was my buy was uh was on that article the the five step routine for velvety skin was uh my buy was number two the cleansing with the oil and butter, mm. which I never, like I cleanse my skin by, you know, when I'm taking a shower, I put soap on it, but like, I don't do like any sort of nighttime cleansing routine. And this, um, this is a, I guess it's a body wash. It just looks really pretty. It's called bathing culture, mind and body wash. And it comes in a refillable glass jar and it's $35, which seems, you know, reasonable for goop. Um, that is pretty reasonable. And it smells like a misty grove of redwoods, which is like just wonderful 
beauty writing. It's great copy, whoever wrote that. Um, so that was my buy. And then my try is uh, just from Cindy Villasenor's sustainability article. It's, I didn't even know these stores existed. There's two stores apparently in LA um, that only sell like bulk items. And one of them's oh. called Tear and one of them's called Sustain. And of course they're but both. Huh? Are those, aren't those kind of like, is that okay for us to go to? Well, <laughs> I looked it up and on their websites, basically what they say is, or I think one of them, you can make an appointment to go in and like do it. And then the other one says you can order online and then you go bring your jars to the store, stand outside, give them, give them your jars and then they're going to sanitize your jars and pack them. So it's probably oh like, God. it probably takes like an entire day to buy rice or whatever. Oh my God. But maybe oh, I'll wow. say once I get the vaccine, then I'll, you know, drive on down to Highland Park. Cause of, po- of course, both of these stores are like within blocks of each other in Highland Park. Wait, when is this vaccine? What do you mean when you get the vaccine? <laughs> I don't know. In the summer, whenever, I don't know, whenever we get the vaccine. I see. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go to tear and sustain and like tear it up just like buy lots of grains and like weird spices well maybe i will too if we're you know in the position to do that sure we'll see uh Um, okay what was your buy buy i feel like there's like a couple of things from this like ayurvedic uh beauty list thing which like i'm skeptical of ayurveda and like stuff like that but um i do and i also don't really understand how this is ayurvedic but that's fine there are things on here that i'm like i have a problem where like my eyes are super super sensitive and whenever i have like sunscreen or lotion or like anything on throughout the day there will come a point where it's like my eye is just like completely watering and like what like mascara or whatever just like running off my face because my eyes are so sensitive. So I feel like even though I've also been incredibly skeptical of um, natural mascara and also natural sunscreen, the problem is I wear sunscreen every single day and it's always the sunscreen. Like the sunscreen gets in my eye at some point. Like I don't know what I'm doing, but it's like at some point in the day it'll get in my eye and like mascara is like also a problem for me. So there are two products on here. There's this um, five in one natural moisturizing face sunscreen, which is $45. Unfortunately only comes in SPF 30, but they might be able to do higher. I'm not sure. And then there's also this um, Cossus, which is like this brand that they talk about all the time on Goop, I guess it's like a clean makeup brand and they have this thing called the big clean mascara that I feel like I should probably try both of those because I need something to make my eyes not like go bonkers at like three o'clock in the afternoon when there's just like been stuff around them for too long and they just like are freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. It's always like hours after you put on sunscreen, then yeah. you know, your eyes are like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, well, that seems like a good plan well that's what i'm gonna try next um in my journey towards healing sure we all are on a journey yeah either towards healing 
or towards death or both. Who knows? Uh, I think that does it. The ultimate heal. The ultimate heal. Healing in the ground. Ah, what a relief. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, but don't worry about that. (laughs) It's fine. We're fine. Absolutely. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, We will be back next week. Yeah. Don't forget to go to the merch store, get our merch, join our Patreon. You can find out exactly where Brian lives. You can stalk him. You can be his next door neighbor. I mean, there is a lot that we have. I was so crazy. I almost put that like for rent because my landlord put out like a for rent sign in our front yard. And I almost like snapped a photo and just like put it on Instagram being like, Hey, if anyone wants to like be my neighbor. And then I was like, what am I doing? Like, of course, if I did that, it would be like the most annoying person I know is like, would be like, yes, I want to be your neighbor. And then oh I was, yeah. So I, like, I, I, I don't know why, what I was thinking. I didn't do it. I don't know either. That's wild. Anyway, I'm just blasting it out to the public, but it's no one, will, Bryant. I think no one will take safe. us up on it. I think so. All right, guys, we love you. We'll talk to you soon. We love you. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.